106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. What up, boys? <laughs> it's your boy, Philly. Oh, Drew. Shit. The Grandmaster B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, we're doing it from remote. Very crazy. Bro, so crazy remote style, bro. So good you. to hear you. I can't see you, but I hear you. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! Word up! Uh, wild, wild card weekend, boys. We're ready for this, aren't we? Oh man, I can't wait. Uh, some great conversation. I'm sure we've already had about this weekend, and super pumped up. And uh, this will be part three of the podcast this weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this on a weekly basis, like you said, B. And we got Young Drew, Young Drew, who unfortunately we had a technical difficulty. He was never able to jump on the show, so the audience is going to get a taste of him tonight, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's get it, dude. So, That's my boy right over there. First and foremost, Grandmaster B, how you feeling, man? Thanks for asking, my friend. I'm doing okay, man. I'm coming around finally. Uh man, the first few days, as you know, you've been through this, dude. It was tough, man. I was I was struggling. You know, you feel like shit. Uh, still a little tired and all that, but you know, I feel like I'm coming out of the woods now. I'm starting to feel a little bit better. A little raspy, a little, little stuffy head still, but you know, that's uh they say that might take a good week to 10 days to go away. Yeah. But getting better. That's good. It's getting good better, news. man. Glad to hear it, man. So, yes, sir. Young Drew, how you Thank doing, you. man? How you been? I'm doing good, man. This, uh, this past week been a little stressed out because I actually started college. You know? Nice. nice. Oh, there we go. I've been to school in seven months, so right. I, I try and get back in the swing of things. Right. But, you know, but I'm chugging along, man. Something some to get used to, but I'm actually, it's very, I'm very excited because actually it's the next chapter in my life, so. For sure. Very proud of you, man. Thank you. Thank you. But no, yeah. I, I'm doing all good, though, man. But how about yourself, really? Uh, you know, Philly's hanging in there, man. It's been wild. It's been a short week. You know, went back to work. Obviously, COVID hit the household, so. I had to go through little protocols and whatnot, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, work's been a shit show. It's been tough, but you know, we we grind through, right? I mean, yes, sir. This this too shall pass. So I think uh, everything's gonna be all right. Yes, sir. And uh, that's really, good. Hey, Drew, can I ask you, Drew a question here, Philly? Drew, what are you what are you doing in college? What's the classes you're taking, and what are you starting it off with, man? Well. I don't know what, what, what like my major, what I want to do yet. So I'm just taking like you know my prereqs, but I'm actually taking Bio 1000, Math 50, which is like the lowest math because honestly that was my never like my best subject. I was always struggled in mm-hmm. math, but uh, yeah, I'm taking math, you know, just to refresh my brain really. So same with Bio, but I'm also taking Econ Economics, but because uh, hey! I, took, I, I took it in uh, <laughs> high school because it actually interests me. So you know what I'm, I'm gonna take this because actually it, it interests me. So um, I want to learn more about the economy, and I just get better at it. You know, uh, it's a it's a great That's thing. That's fantastic, Drew. It's a phenomenal thing. Econ class, I uh, I pass with all aces. <laughs> Thank What's you very good much. about it? <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Bigly. Listen, man, you're gonna, dude, you're gonna get more homework than you could ever imagine. If you thought high school was bad, because you know I'm an old head and I've taken some college classes here in the last couple of years. Drew, yeah, yeah I'm no, telling you, man, yeah. the homework's unbearable. You're getting oh, like two man. or three nights worth of homework, man. Oh, oh man, like today I did, I did nine assignments in four hours today. College, man, it's just crazy. I just I feel like yesterday you were, you know, in middle school, and you know, 
seeing you grow up, it just time yeah. flies so damn quick. Yes, it's crazy. It, yes, it does, man. I just you think about it, man. Two more years, I'll be twenty, man. <laughs> and you still you still miss football, don't you? Yes, I do, man. The only thing I have looked forward to is the holiday bowl, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got our butt, butt whooped in the last three years, but it's all yeah. part of the experience. Man. Unfortunately, I'm starting to look less and less forward to it. <laughs> damn you, but so. Oh man. Well, so that's that's good. I'm proud of you, man. That's a big you, step in the you. right direction. And I really do like uh, Drew how you take the, you took the summer off. You you know you just graduated, so there's a a big change that happens in your life. You know, especially when you just come out of high school and you're you took on a job, and you made some money, and you're like, you took some time for yourself, man. I think there's a lot of kids that don't do that. They jump right into it. You know. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, I didn't really take time off because actually. I worked seven days a week for like two months straight. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you worked, man. You yeah, I just, made worked some my butt, I just worked my butt off, you know, because I knew I was starting school. You know, I didn't want to work and do school at the same time because I see a lot of kids do that and they're, they're very stressed. You know, they then they get in that yeah. hole, you know, they fall behind in school. I didn't want to be like that, actually, because actually my dad taught me that, so... I oh, just, that's awesome. I just, I just took his uh, advice and it just it's working out fantastic for me right now, so... And you're, and you're making some money? Right now, still making no, no. Well, I was gonna say because we could use another sponsor if you got a little extra brass. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking for that angle. You know what I'm saying, man. I know you're about, man. <laughs> Trying to work his way in there, man. <laughs> oh man, oh, wildcard weekend, man. Let's talk about yes, this, sir. Philly. I know you got some things to talk about. Well, actually, you know, on. Uh... Me and Hollywood broke ours down, so I'm interested to get your guys' thoughts and picks on these games, man. I'm really excited for a fun week of football. I love Wild Card Weekend because it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the postseason. Uh, the first game on our schedule is uh, 4.30 tomorrow, man. So you got the Las Vegas Raiders. 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 <laughs> against Joey Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, who are ascending. Um, first of all, let me ask you, Grandmaster B, what about the job uh, Coach Fasaccia has done out there in Vegas with everything they've had to deal with this year? I mean, don't you think it's a pretty phenomenal job he's done? Heck yeah, man. I think he should keep that job. I mean, he should he should be given that head coaching job for what he's – I mean, yes, 100%. I mean, that was a, that was a shit parade in Vegas mm. with, you know, Gruden leaving and the way everything went down, the team was in turmoil. Um, you know, they kind of slipped into the playoffs, but they still maintain enough, you know, to get into the playoffs, right? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I think he's done a great job. I think he should keep that job. What do I you agree. think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, you know, you look at the timeline, the whole Gruden stuff, um, that was a mess. That's that's tough for any team to handle. Um, and there was some expectations for the Raiders to be better this year. And I think once that happened – I mean, I think everybody expected them to fall apart. Then you got Henry Ruggs, who's a talented player in that whole shit show with the car accident. And uh, you got uh, Damon Arnett, you know, high pick corner. Um, you know, he's screwing off and he goes down and you top that with injuries. And, um, you know, Darren Waller's had his issues and they've somehow been able to just piece together a pretty nice season. And uh, they beat yeah. a great Chargers team at the end of the year. I actually fell asleep and I missed the end of that game, which I heard was phenomenal. Um, I did too. And who yep. would have thought, though? Right? That was one of those wild, wild games. You never know in pro football, man. You, you you think there's a minute and a half left, and the game's all but over with, and then crazy shit happens. 
Yeah, for sure. So, Drew, let me ask you about, on the other side, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. I mean, what a season he's had. He's becoming one of the young, better players, coming back from that injury. Um, do you see him being like one of the next best in the league? Yes, I do, because, you know, I think the first year, you know, they were still rebuilding, you know, obviously in the second year, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, he tore his ACL, right? Mm-hmm. So he had he, that whole year, he was out for the whole year. Then just this year, man, it just, he, he looks like a whole different quarterback, man. Yeah, he looks phenomenal. And just, I, I also do think, though, that receiver court helps him a lot, though. For sure. Like, he, he's got some weapons now. He's got stuff to throw to. And just, he, you know, he, he trusts his receiver with those 50-50 balls, man. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you got – and Jamar Chase, I mean, wow, what a, what a stud coming yes, out of LSU. Yes, I agree. Yes. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I mean, they're pretty loaded. And Joe Mixon has shown he could stay on the field. Oh, yes. Yep. So, uh, Grandmaster yeah. B, well, I, uh, I'm not going to tell you guys who I took. So, tell me who you got, Grandmaster B, and why. I'm a big fan of Goat Boy. I, uh, I'm i taking Cincinnati, man. <laughs> Did you say Goat Nut or Goat Boy? Goat Nut, Goat Boy. <laughs> sure, you've seen the memes on Facebook. and <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati, man. I think, you know, Vegas played good enough to get there, but I, you know, home field advantage, Paul Brown Stadium, that's going to be lit, man. That's going to be an exciting game. I'm just fired up for this weekend, man. There's a lot of good football, man. Oh, I'm definitely sure. taking Cincinnati, though. Okay, good good choice. Drew, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to just piggyback off Uncle B, man. I just I just think maybe Cincinnati's going to throw the ball a lot, man. I think maybe Joy B might throw over 350 yards. Mm, nice. I know that's a really bold prediction, Ooh. but uh, I think they're going to throw the, throw the ball, man. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think we're all in lockstep there. I like the Raiders' story. I like what yeah. they've been able to overcome. Yes, I agree. They got a lot of nice pieces, and I think they're going to be around for the next few years, but mm. I'm with you. I like Cincinnati. Here's the thing. I was just going to say that if the Raiders want to win, they have to stop that offense. They have to take the air out of the football, run the ball efficiently, and don't get into a shootout with Joe Burrow in that offense. Yes. If they if they can do that, they got a shot. I just don't see it though. I think uh, I think Bengals win by a score or two. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I, I have one thing to say. Sorry to cut you off, Uncle B. But no, you're uh, good, man. What happened a couple weeks ago is I think it was more than a couple weeks ago. But another Raiders player got in trouble. He got a DUI. He was a corner, defensive back. Was that was that Damon Arnett or no somebody else? No, that, that's someone else. I, I think mm. his last name was Habs. Habs. So, but it's like their secondary man. It is it's falling apart. Yeah, they, they've just had too wow. much, and I think every team and has their cracking point. You know, yeah. I just feel like the Raiders. It's it's pretty astounding that they've been here, and Derek Carr's done a you nice know, job silencing the haters too. Yes, you know what's kind of crazy about that, guys? Remember a few years ago when Marvin Lewis was coaching the Bengals and they got to the playoffs, and yeah. their team was kind of rocking the boat in all different categories, and there was a lot of player discipline issues. Isn't it kind of funny how the Bengals are back to to a playoff home game? And they seem to be well-disciplined football team. They're playing very well in all cylinders. And yet the Raiders who are coming in as the opposition have all this turmoil going on. It's kind of like the flip to the script of what it was for the Bengals about seven years ago. Yep. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's funny how that works out. Yeah. But, um, okay, so, so moving along to the nightcap, um, 8-15 over on CBS, we got – Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, the stud rookie, coming in to Buffalo to face Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and the Bills. Um, the rubber match, right? I think they split in the regular season. New England won that dirty game in the win. You know, Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. So, I mean, how 
Grandmaster B, how impressive has Mac Jones been and the job Bill Belichick has done? I know we talked about it before, but elaborate a little bit. I'll tell you, man, Mac Jones has been, in my opinion, probably the rookie of the year, hands down. He's been a hell of a surprise. I mean, he's, he's had the poise of a veteran. He's carried that team on his back. He's he's just a good all-around football player, and I think he's their future. I mean, you think about losing a guy like Tom Brady, and then you have to find a replacement. This this kid's got the it factor, and I think under Parcel or, or under Belichick rather, the way he produces under his regime, I think it's it's a perfect fit. Um, you're gonna ask me my pick on this game. I'm gonna tell you, I don't see Buffalo winning this game because I think, uh, I mean, it's supposed to be brutally cold out there tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be like in the like low, like single digits, if not below freezing at game time, Mm. it's going to be cold and um, it's going to be a good football game, man. But I think you're going to see a lot of running. You're not going to see a ton of passing. I don't know what it it just, I don't know, man, this Mac Jones guy, I'm impressed with him. What's your thoughts on that, Drew? I agree, though. I agree. Actually, because I was watching that draft, and actually, like, not a lot of people were talking about Mac Jones. They were talking about, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Who, who else was in the draft? Achilles. Uh, uh, was it? No, Herbert came out the year before with two. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, shoot. There, there was a couple more, but, like, not a lot of people were talking about Mac Jones, man. And I was actually, it's like, he's the underdog. Yeah. And just look at him now. What? Bill Belichick is doing with them, you know? Like, it's it's awesome, man, you know? They got Kevin Bourne Dude. out of free agency yeah, to help him out. And I think Kevin Bourne was an underdog as well. But, no, Mac Jones impressed me a lot. He's in the battle of the rookie of the year w- w- was with Jamar Chase. I agree. 3,800 passing yards, I yes. think, Philly. Isn't that what he had? Like, 22 touchdowns. And, I mean, just an overall, I mean, he's – He's a good fit for that team. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and you got to give a little kudos to Nick Saban. And these last three quarterbacks are starting QBs in the NFL right now. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, so on the other side, you got Buffalo, who I, for one, that was my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC. Um, so, Grandmaster B, you got New England. As far as Buffalo, what do you think has been the reason for doubt? Drew, I'll start with you. What do you think? What do you think is the reason people aren't as high on Buffalo anymore? I think is because they were struggling for a little bit. I've seen, like, I haven't heard, I've, I haven't been into football this year a lot for some reason, but no, I heard, I just, I've seen on, like, you know, social media about Buffalo that it's been up and down, you know, not consistent how they were last year. They were on fire last year, but I don't know what's going on this year, but. Well, you know, everything you see on social media is true, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Grandmaster B, what do you think? I mean, what do you think? Why are people falling off the Buffalo bandwagon? Um, I think there's been some inconsistent play. I mean, the defense has been hot and cold. I mean, they've, you know, they've had some, uh, good games and bad games. And I think it's still a game, you know, we got to have a good blend there. Mm. Um, and I just don't know if the quarterbacking has been as stellar as it was. I mean, you know, they got there. I mean, they're still a good team. I still think they're a team that's going to stick around for a long time, but I mean, to say why the fall off is, um, Sometimes you get a little too too cocky. You get too ahead of yourself, you know, and especially in pro sports. I mean, they were the sexy pick coming right into the beginning of the season, you know, for the AFC mm-hmm. besides Kansas City. And um, I don't know, man. It's just it's hard. To, it's hard to tell, you know, with how sometimes the teams gel at the right time and say, you know, we're going to talk about another team in the NFC that's really starting to get their go on right now. That's the 49ers. I mean, they're they're yeah. looking pretty tough right now. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I see, uh, I don't know, man, this is going to be the game 
to answer your question outright, I really couldn't tell you, man. There's there's so many variables to that, Philly. What what do you think? What do you think? What's the why they've haven't you know lived up to that standard? Um, well, I think there was a lot of inconsistency this year. I think that's the one thing you can say with the Bills. Just very inconsistent throughout the season, but the run game has come on as of late towards the end of the season with Singletary. I think he's stepping up as the lead back, and if they can stay that way. And, uh, and Josh Allen can limit the mistakes. I mean, he's shown he can play ball. He just sometimes will get th- that, those happy feet and make a mistake or, you know, try to throw like a, a pass beyond his head and, you know, backwards and everything else, you know. But he's a great athlete. But if they can just yeah. play their game, pound the rock, play good defense, I'm going to stick with my Super Bowl pick, and I think Buffalo wins this game. So you guys yeah. both have the Patriots going in there and be knocking them off, huh? Yes. Okay. You know, I hate yeah. the Patriots, but. <laughs> and, I, and I'll say this. I'll say this. You know, we're talking about a rookie quarterback here too, Philly yep. and Drew. We're talking about a rookie quarterback. So there's a veteran that's going back to the playoffs, you know, obviously, and Buffalo's quarterback. So there could be a mistake somewhere in this game that could cost New England the game on a stupid, you know, maybe a pick or something like that. They might be going in for the win. You know how close playoff football can be. Mm. So, be, you know, be conscious watching this game. There could be a uh, a Mac Jones error somewhere in the fourth quarter that could cost him the game. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point, and I think this will be a very close game. I can see it going either way, and I think it's going to be like a field goal game. You yes. know, I could see a seventeen fourteen or you know twenty one yeah. to twenty even. You know, someone wins on a last second field goal. I think it'll be a tight fought ball game. The teams know each other well, same division. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the rubber match playing for the third time. So anything can happen. So I'm solo there on this one. So it's all good. Um, moving on. So we're going to jump over to the NFC now. Uh, first game on Sunday is going to be number seven, Philadelphia Eagles at the defending Champa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, man, I got to get your guys' take. You know, I asked Hollywood earlier. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. We've been in and out with the pod and everything that's going on. But Antonio Brown, um, we got to get into it. It's a, it's a polarizing topic. Uh, dudes out there right now, you know, everywhere on social media. Uh, there's a lot of details that have come out, you know, post that episode on the field at, versus the Jets. What is your guys' take on that, Grandmaster B? We start with you. And, um, you know, after knowing all that you know now, I mean, after that incident, and just give me your overall thoughts and then kind of tell me how it's going to affect the game. Because let's face it, Antonio Brown's a big part of that offense. He's a big, yeah, he's a big part of the offense, but he could, he is also a big part of this, the problem too, because a player like Antonio Brown, look at, he's a talented athlete, no question. I mean, guy signed with, he signed with New England, never played a snap, right? Played no, with the no, Raiders. He did. No, he did. He, he played a full he had, game. Oh, he played a full game, but he, yeah. okay, he played with the Raiders and he didn't like his helmet, so he was drama over there. He had trouble in Pittsburgh. There's a pattern with this guy, no matter where he goes. You know, he's 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 a bad egg, great athlete. Um, personally, I think he's got some mental issues, no question about it. Um, I mean, he probably needs some kind of help of how it's going to affect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on game day. I don't think it's going to affect him one way or another. I mean, it's a weapon they don't have, but they also have a shit ton of talent or that was already there. You know, I think if it wasn't for Brady, he wouldn't even been on that team, but you know, Evans is there. You got other receivers that are there. Um, I don't know. I, I feel bad for the guy because he's got to find himself. You know, he's probably going to need to get some kind of help or something. Will he be back in football? Time will tell. He might be in this new league that's coming out this spring. Who knows? 
But um, you know, now he's a rapper. He's hanging out with Kanye West, right? So I mean, think of some of the people this guy's hanging out with. Man, I don't want to knock a guy for maybe having some mental or health issues with his head, but I mean, he said he was hurt. Didn't he have a broken bone or something in his foot or something like that? He had a legitimate reason why. Mm-hmm. He said he couldn't go in, but then Aaron's blew up on him on the sidelines. I, I mean, it's kind of like a big soap opera. Yeah, and we were, I was kind of talking to Hollywood about that too. Bruce Arians, he can be kind of a red ass too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. you know, when you have a, a player like Antonio Brown, who you know comes with some uh, some extracurricular activities, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it could be a problem, and it's like, you know uh, – fire with fire so i don't know it's it's hard and and everyone was quick to jump on the mental health thing Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily know how valid that is but you do look at the timeline you look at that vontez perfect hit that he took and there's a lot of things that changed after that and i mean you're talking about a guy whose trajectory is a hall of fame you know receiving Mm -hmm. career and it's just a shame a shame to see him kind of piss his talents away but if he has valid reasons more than what we know, and if everything he's saying is true, uh, even apologize for the way he acted and said it was unprofessional and stuff like that. How, you know, was it true? Blue, I don't know. Probably not. But um, unfortunate situation, man. Drew, what's your thoughts on the whole thing? Oh, man, here we go. I might go on a little rant. But uh, Antonio Brown, man. I just, speaking about Antonio Brown, I was watching a bunch of old interviews on him yesterday, last night. I just think after that hit by Vontez Perfect, dude, he changed. I think something happened. I think something messed with his brain. I'm sorry to say it, but, like, he talked differently. He handled situations differently just the way he, he uh, talked about things, how to pursue things, right? But now it is, like, he just speaks freely just like a dummy, dude. Like, I, I don't know. But, no. He, he does ramble. You're yeah, right. No, he does, I, he, he I does, he does ramble. Like, it just it, it sucks because – I mean, I could say one thing, though, about him. When he's on the football field, I, he's like, I'm going to relate him to, like, Dennis Rodman. Mm. Because when he's off, the fo- off like, the football field, he's, like, all over the place, right? But when he comes to work, he's 100%, man. He gives you your all, his all. Yeah. He goes balls to the wall. You know, he's a phenomenal athlete, but just I wish he got his head straight, dude. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. All right. I agree with that, Drew. And, you know, the Lions had a receiver in Detroit, uh, Titus Young. Yes. You, know, you guys remember yep. Titus Young, another guy that had some off-field uh, problems, talented athlete, you know, the whole nine yards, uh, couldn't keep his head straight. You know, he played, what, two seasons with the Lions and went to the Rams for a partial 2013. Talented athlete, man. Mm-hmm. Two-way receiver, you know, could play defensive back. I mean, he came highly, you know, you know, he's just a good athlete, but then he just, there was something wrong there, you know, so. I mean, sometimes it's just a mental thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you're right about that hit, you know, it could be anything, but um, I don't know, man, there's like a pattern with him. Does it, did this, did that happen before all this stuff, before the hit? Was he a, you know, was he a cancer, so to speak in the, in the locker room when he was with Pittsburgh or was it after the hit? That's when he kind of lost all Cause he was like audio taping coach press conferences and he was doing it behind yep, their backs. Yep. He was doing a lot of stupid stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, things that cause you to have the wrong spotlight on you. You know, he was just doing dumb things and then, you know, whatever, man. I just think sometimes you just got to cut ties with, you know, bad people like that and just move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say he hasn't had his, his fair shot. I mean, he wore out his welcome in Pittsburgh, had a falling out with the coach, the quarterback, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the front office, yeah. same thing in, in Oakland. You know, it was very short-lived with the Patriots and then, 
you know, this whole debacle. Then you got the the fake COVID uh, vaccine um, card. Uh, it's just been a, a, a track record, and it's yep. it's all pretty much after that hit, which is really odd. But you know, hopefully, a guy gets his shit together and, and finds a way. And who knows? I mean, maybe he will end up back. You, you just never know. There might be a team that takes a flyer on him. I just don't know. I think Tampa Bay wins this game. I don't think Philadelphia is that strong yet. I think they're up and coming. They're ascending. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I just think Tampa's going to have to get creative with the way they win because you got to think uh, Godwin's out for the season as yep. well. So yep. they're going to have to use Gronk and those running backs. And I think Fournette's banged up too. So yep. um, they got, they're going to really have to get uh, dig deep in that playbook. Bruce Arians is going to have to uh, dial some stuff up. So I'm going to get your guys' take. Grandmaster B, who do you got in this game? I'm going to take Tampa. All day. I'm going to take Tampa by two two score, at least two touchdowns. Okay. So, uh, bigly. Huge. All right, Drew, we got? I'm going to take Tampa. You know, oh, as yeah, much sure. as I don't, I'm going to keep saying it. I don't really like Tom Brady, but he is the GOAT. But I'm going to take the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. But uh, I'm going to go by probably three touchdowns. Because, <laughs> you know, Tom Whoa. Brady. Tom Brady. I could say one thing about him though. Doesn't matter who he's throwing to, man. He'll give him the rock. You oh, know for what I'm sure. Saying? Like, uh, just I, I seen that with him with the Patriots, man. Any receiver he throws to, he will. If he wants to win, he'll get it done. Yep. So we all got the goat in the route. Yes, sir. All right. This game is probably the mo- the game that intrigues me the most of the weekend. I'm really excited. And this is actually my upset pick. And Grandmaster B, you alluded to it a little while ago. It's the 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys going into Jerry's world. And I've been telling people, everybody's willing to write these guys off when they were three and five. And I said, watch out for Frisco, man. I'm telling you, You they're they're built to win, win, win. And uh, they they run the ball. They got a good defense. They're getting healthier on defense. Uh, Garoppolo's, you know, uh, elevated his game. Uh, Debo Samuel, man, this guy is just electric. I mean, what a great football player. He's a beast. Monster. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think a close game, man, but I I can definitely see like a 28, 24, 27, 24 game where Dallas gets upset yet again at home. I mean, what do you guys think? Drew, go ahead and uh, kick it off. Yes, I agree. San Fran, man, just how they began the season, you know, a little rough, a little rocky, but in the middle of the season, I think they switched up some things, you know, I think they gave Debo Debo the rock more, man. Look what he's done over what, 1,400 receiving and over 300 rushing. Yeah. That that's incredible, man. But also, what you just said, Philly, the Grapple's p- playing better. You know, making better decisions. You know, but also that defense. I think that defense is coming together again. You know, building their chemistry again. And uh, with jo- Joey, uh, Joey Bosa, right? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Nick Bosa. No, 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 there. Nick, Nick Bosa. Bosa. I keep, yep. I get them confused. They're brothers, man. But uh, yeah, I just think that defense is coming together, and uh, I think Dallas is going to get upset, man. Crazy. I mean, so. Got two against Dallas, Grandmaster B. Who you like in this one? I uh, I'm definitely taking Frisco, man. I think when you got you know you got Samuel, you got Kittle. I mean, you just yeah, got yeah. there's just so much going on, man. And uh, you know, I'm not a huge Jimmy G fan, but uh, give the guy cred where creds. I mean, he's he's making things happen. Um, I'm gonna say 49ers 30, Dallas 24. Be a close game. But I think uh, you've seen a lot what happened with Dallas these past couple of weeks uh, in the last couple of games of the season, they were just racking up major points and what the highest scoring offense in the NFL. But I think it's built on a deck of cards, man. They're going to run to some stiff competition now. 
And I think this is the this is the upset special right here. I'm going to definitely take Frisco going into Jerry's world and and upsetting the Cowboys, man. Cowboy Nation yeah. might be red ass tomorrow night. Well, uh, you want to <laughs> speak on red ass? I'll tell you a little something about a red ass. And, uh, you know, Troy used to keep my ass unchapped, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you got to think of the fallout, the fallout that's going to come in Dallas if they lose because, yeah, 2020, McCarthy's first year, but, I mean, that defense is loaded, and they went from, like, worst to first in a year. Mm-hmm. Just getting, um, you know, Lawrence back, Micah Parsons in the middle, uh, Sean Lee has stayed healthy, and then Diggs, who as a rookie leads the league in interceptions, which is incredible. I think it's going to be more of a defensive battle. You know, points are going to be a little bit tougher to come by. I don't see like yeah. a, you know, a 30 to 35 type game. Um, but I definitely see uh, good defenses being played, uh, some turnovers. But, mm-hmm. man, um, I, I can't feel bad for the Cowboys ever since I've hated the Cowboys ever since that Lions playoff loss. But I do root for Dak oh, yeah. Prescott because I think, you know, for him to come back from that injury and, and, and lead the team, I think that's really, really great. But I, I see them losing. I really do. So do I. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan has that team playing very well, too. He's a good coach, man. Young coach. But, uh, I mean, he's he's got that team playing really well. Yeah, I think he's got he's a good got the... – Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. No, he's just got a good pulse, you know. Like he's uh, like a middle-aged guy, but he like he's he's good with the players, and he he dials up stuff just like his dad did with that power run game and whatnot. Like just like Mike Shanahan did with like Elway and uh, Davis and those guys, mm-hmm. uh, Sharp and and Rod Smith. You know, they Smith. Was, it reminds me <laughs> a lot of those teams, and I think they're built to win. I could definitely see them making a run, even as a six seed. I agree. I agree, man. It's going to be my upset right there. That's it right there. Same here. Yes, sir. Okay, we're in lockstep. So the nightcap, 815, is the Pittsburgh Steelers getting in on a whim, going to Kansas City. Um, Grandmaster B, go ahead. What do you think, man? I think this is uh, Ben Roethlisberger's retirement party. Um, are you, you saying, or did you say, did I say that again? You think Pittsburgh's going to beat KC? No, no, I didn't say that. I just, I was just, oh, okay. I, I, I was just, I was looking at something here on the computer and I was just like, did you say, no, okay. Um, look at man, Ben was great to watch and he's a shell of who he used to be, but Kansas city, man, there's too much smoke, man. What are they? They're spotting them 12 and a half points right now. I think that's where the, the, the you know, they're given. Pittsburgh 12 and a half points. But you know what's crazy here, Philly and Drew? And every freaking year this happens, there's always a major upset. Mm-hmm. Could this be that game? Could Pittsburgh be going in, you know, playing that reverse psychology role? You know, yeah, we're doing, we know we're just going to show up and do our best. And don't underestimate their coach over there, too, in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah, I mean, you know? kudos to Mike Tomlin. Uh, 15 years, not a losing season. That's incredible, man. I Great think coach. he's one of the know, best fo- fo- football coaches in the world. I really do. Mm-hmm. I agree. If a coach, if there's a coach to get any team ready for a big game, besides the obvious ones we always talk about, the Bill Belichicks and stuff like that, but this is a great coach, man. He might have these guys just airtight, ready to go, and maybe shock the world tomorrow. I can't see it personally happening because I just don't think Pittsburgh has – enough weaponry to go out and beat a team like Casey, especially in Arrowhead. That's a very difficult place to win. 
But we've seen some downfalls of the Kansas City Chiefs this year where they didn't quite look as good as the Lions at some points. You know, they were like, wow, man, what team showed up today, you know? Yeah, that's true. You never know. Any given Sunday, I mean, look, no one expected the Jacksonville Jaguars to eliminate the Colts last week, but it happened. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You just – you just never know what's going to happen, but um, I'm definitely going to take Kansas City as you know it's it's the right pick for me in my mind. But uh, this one, I mean, I'm also throwing a little wrench in this one, saying this this also could be another upset. All could right. be. It, it absolutely could mm-hmm. be. I mean, out of the 14 teams, even Ben joked that you know they're probably the worst and probably yeah. shouldn't yep. be there. Seen but um, yeah, I think it's yeah, really he's cool. downplaying it. It's really cool how they rallied around them, though. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers are my second favorite team next to the Lions because there's a lot of parallels there. You know, we talked about before, but I mean, you're it's like David versus Goliath in this one. I really think that Kansas City, the physicality that they're playing with, Mahomes learning to check down when he can check down, just take what the defense has given him. The run game with uh, Edwards Alaire is, is firing up, and uh, you know Kelsey's healthy again, and. Uh, Tyreek Hill kind of changed his game to work those underneath routes instead mm-hmm. of just playing for the big play. Um, I just think Kansas City is just going to be too much, and I, I see like a 10-point game. Drew, what do you think? I'm going to be bold, man. I think it's going to be a blowout. Kansas City is just going to go all out, man. Since they can run the ball now, because mm-hmm. obviously before, all they did was throw, basically, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, Hilaire, you know, he's doing a lot better. And uh, the two other running backs, Williams and Gore. Yeah. They've been running the ball downfield. Cause I I actually been watching a lot of Kansas City ball uh, this year, and they just obviously we see Mahomes. He, we, everybody thought Mahomes was going downhill this beginning of the season, throwing those interceptions, you know. But obviously, what you said, Philly, he's taking those checkdowns, not going over for those, for those deep balls, those big plays, <clears throat> and you know, take those checkdowns and actually win games. Right. You know, take it one play at a time. Yeah. But no, I do think it's probably gonna be two. Two touchdown game, personally. Okay. So they'll cover, they'll blow them out, and mm-hmm. uh, move on. I think yes. uh, a lot of people are still in the Kansas City bandwagon. Was looking mighty grim there for a while, but here they are, number two yes. seed in the AFC, you know. Um, yeah. All right. So first time, I believe, that we've had a wild card game on Monday night, and this one obviously is very interesting for a lot of reasons. We got the Arizona Cardinals, who looked like they were running away with the, the entire NFL um, our number five going to Los Angeles to play Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and the Rams. Um, I'm going to let you guys rap about this. Grandmaster B, who do you like and why? I don't know, man. Since Cal Murray turned, what, week 13? Um, they're like 15th in the offensive game. Twenty. I mean, it's just I don't see a consistency with Cal Murray. I think he's, he's, he's just not there yet. Um, I hope for our – you know, I'd like to see Matt Stafford win a playoff game. Bittersweet on our end. We had 12 years of Matt Stafford but didn't get anything out of him. But um, it's going to be a good game. I mean, what, the the Rams are spot and uh, the Cardinals want only four points. I think the over and under on this is 49 points. So this is going to be a, probably a high-scoring game, I think. Um, I just I think it's going to be it's going to be Matt Stafford's game to win. If you don't make a bunch of dumb passes and stuff like that. But uh, the Cooper cup connection, dude, it's so special. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't underestimate the power, the powerfulness that they have on that field together. There's some chemistry kind of like the Megatron days we've seen with Calvin here. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to take LA on this one. 35, 24. 
Solid. Drew, for me, I'm going to say, you know, it's going to be iffy, iffy game because, you know, Kyler Murray was in, inconsistent, too. Mm-hmm. So is Stafford because every time I turn the freaking Rams on, Stafford's always throwing a pick six, brass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, is Arizona getting Hopkins back? No, he's out this week, and J.J. Watt is up in the air. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. That makes a big difference. For sure. Um, I'm probably going to have to take the Rams, man, because I, Stafford, you know, he was a lion. You know, I loved watching him play, you know, going deep all the time. But, you know, but uh, Sonny Michelle, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Van Jefferson in coming that role, you know, because uh, Robert Woods is out. And just Cooper Cup and Stafford, man, what Uncle B was saying, it just, it's it's – Awesome to see, man. They make such a big plays after a play, one after another. So I'm going to take the Rams probably by uh, 10 points. I dig it, there man. There you go. I'm with you guys. I just think, to your point, though, Grandmaster B, with Kyler Murray, I'm just not sold yet. I just don't think he's ready to take a team to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think he's no, a great – No, neither. Yeah, I'm not either, brother. Yeah, Me neither. Great athlete. You know, he's fun to watch. Um, the offense that they run is – is kind of college style, and it fits Kyler Murray, but mm. to sustain, and you just seen him change so much when DeAndre Hopkins went out that if, if you're relying that much on one player and it affects your game to that level, uh, mm. one-dimensional teams usually don't get it done. So, and you, you look at the Rams, I mean, yeah, Stafford has thrown quite a few pick sixes, and, and it depends on who, who shows up. You mm-hmm. know, is he going to be the guy that's throwing passes that we've never seen before, or is it going to be the guy that – turns the ball over two, three times. And he can't do that because Arizona still has a very good defense. Yes. So, but if they're playing like I know they could play, I mean, I could see them winning this game by 10 to 17 points if, if they're on point. Because you look at that yeah. talent, and it's like shit or get off the pot now for L.A. Mm-hmm. I mean, McVay and, and that, that organization went all in. They got superstars at every level, both sides of the ball. They're just loaded. And, and you see – I gave Odell Beckham a bunch of crap on this show. I'll tell you what, man. This guy's ascending. He's 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 playing very well at a super high level, and he's getting better every week. I agree. Um, yeah. And uh, to your point too about Cooper Cup. I mean, it's very unfortunate because I really love Robert Woods as a wide receiver and all the things he does as a football player. But it's like give and take. You know, he went down and it gave Cooper Cup a, a chance to really shine. Yes. And he's a, he's a bona fide superstar, and I put him right up there with Devontae Adams as one of the best in the league. You know, um, mm-hmm. the way he run routes, he doesn't drop passes. And, you know, Stafford's got to go and get him, man. I'm actually, I'm rooting for him, and I know that'll get a lot of crap here in Detroit, but I, I don't care, man. It, I'm, that's, I don't know, it's it's kind of the team you're rooting for this year in a w- weird way. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. I think they're built, uh, they're built to win right now, and I think that was the whole purpose of, they were, they all chips were in when they took Stafford, right? But if, if, Say LA loses, doesn't that benefit us for a better draft spot for the Lions somewhere? Somehow, doesn't this kind of make sense for us? Isn't there something like a strategy for our draft pick? Yeah, I think we'll get we anywhere get... from uh, what is it, eighteen to twenty-two if they lose. So that actually, you know, yeah. hey, if they lose, they lose, and it works out better for the Lions. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with that too. Um, yeah, it's a win-win for either of us. I mean, we want to see Stafford win. And uh, does anybody know who the backup quarterback is for Matt Stafford for the Rams? No. Uh, what's his name? Um, isn't it Wolford or something like that? John John Wolford. Yeah. Could you imagine if that guy has to finish the game if Stafford goes down? Gay? <laughs> <laughs> who? What? 
You might as well put Van Jefferson at, at quarterback yeah, at I that know. point. I never heard of this dude, man. You might as well put in Uncle I mean, Rico Braz. Right. I'm like, holy shit, man. I was just looking at their roster. I'm like, who's their backup as Stafford? Because, you know, Stafford took a couple of pops last week, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. And I think and he was down uh, hobbling. His you know, foot, he's fragile. His, his foot's banged up, too. I wouldn't say he's fragile, but he does tend to get nicked up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, I don't mean he took a couple nice hits, and don't forget they got a halfback named Jake Funk. <laughs> I heard he's trying to funk. <laughs> he's a funky guy, that Jake Funk. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm pumped up though, dudes, because I love the idea of knowing we have a whole weekend. We got Saturday, Sunday, yes, and a sir. Monday playoff game. How freaking great is that? No, it's awesome. And I just the last thing I want to get your guys' opinion on is. The, the top two teams in both conferences. So first, we got to start with the AFC with Tennessee. I mean, it still blows my mind that with Derrick Henry going down after only eight games, that they're holding down the number one seed. You know, under the radar, nobody really talks about him a bunch. But got to give credit to Rabel and those guys, and Derrick Henry's coming back for the playoffs. So I think this is a sleeper, even as a number one seed, like sleeper pick that nobody's talking about, man. No, I agree. Good man. point. I agree. Derrick Henry, I think he's going to tear some shit up, bro. I, yeah. Sorry for swearing, but he's going to go all out, man. I, I think he's hungry to come back, dude. Yeah. It's crazy is because – what uh, week did he go out? Uh, after eight games, so I think, yeah, week nine. Dude, he had 937 rushing yards. He's – is it what, top ten still? Yeah, missed he's over half the season. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> It's insane. He's a beast. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, uh, Philly. I, you know, obviously Kansas City would be, and they both had the same records, 12 and 5. You got Kansas City, but when you think about timing, the timing of this, right? You got Brown back. You got your, you got your best running back possibly. Like you say, he could be back. I mean, just like man, you're starting fresh again. You got fresh legs. You know, rested players, everything. Um, Oh man, that's a that's crazy. Titans could definitely be the AFC. You know, they could they could take this thing. Yeah, very for, potentially could take it. Could happen for sure. And then on the other side, you got your boys, the Cheeseheads, Grandmaster B and, and Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, the Rams would be you know the team that I mean everybody. I mean not everybody. Most people are like, okay, I'm sick of Brady. But you know, if Brady gets to another Super Bowl, man, I'd be like, oh man. Um. Yeah, I just think the Packers are the team to beat, man. I think they're they're just they're going up and keep going up. And I don't know what it is about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the way the season started off with the holdout and then the COVID stuff and all the freaking, you know, crap around that team, but somehow they end up getting where they're at. You know, thirteen and four record. I mean, you know, the Lions beat them last week of the watered down roster, but still Rodgers, man, he's a beast, man. You just can't underestimate that guy. He's just unconscious when he throws footballs, and he's just—he's dead on all the time, man. Yeah, and every just time you're ready like to write him off, team. man, he's—he's he's right back there, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm looking at the Green Bay Packers. I mean, it could be a Packers Titans Super Bowl. It could be a, you know, a Tampa Kansas City rematch, right? Was that that was a rematch, right? Yes. Um. I don't know. It's just crazy. That's what I love about about playoff football. Any given Sunday, but you never know what the outcomes are going to be. Obviously, but there's a there's going to be some surprises. I think after this weekend. No, I agree. Well, I'm, man, it's Green Bay looks like the juggernaut, but 
I'm going to stick with my pick, man. I'm going to stick with the Rams and, and Buffalo Bills. As odd as that might be, it might not look like that right now, but it's still still possible. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to see how what the matchups are next week if I have to adjust that or not. But that was those were my picks in the beginning of the season. Grandmaster B, who'd you have before the season started? Uh, I think I ended up taking Tampa and Kansas City as another rematch, or I think I may, I'd have to go back and listen to that podcast, but I think I had Tampa going. Okay. Uh, Kansas City. Um, if I could change that now, I'd probably go Green Bay, Kansas City. That that actually be a really good one. That, that's funny because well, um, what you said, Uncle V, because I actually had Tampa and uh, Kansas City going back to back again this year, actually, because the the way they're both playing, I was like, oh man. Yeah, I could definitely crazy. see that. But yeah. it'll be interesting. Mahomes going to his third Super Bowl in a row. Hey, I mean. Happen. It could definitely happen. I mean, the way they're playing, I, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else you guys want to wrap about before we uh, close this thing out? I'm, I'm good, good, man. I, yeah, I think it was a it was a good show. We got a lot of material. We're going to be putting a lot of stuff out there for our fans to listen to. Absolutely, we have Wild Card Weekend, some bonus episodes. We're going to have three parts. So, uh, Grandmaster B, great job. Stay healthy. I love you, man. Keep your head up. Love you too, brother. Drew, love you too, hey, man. Love you, good, man. Good having you on here, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I hope you feel better, Uncle B. Thank you. All right, Drew. Love you, brother. Love Thanks love for you stopping too, by and joining the podcast. Remember to hit us at Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com and follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Love you all. Be good. Yes. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and boho mac and cheese pizza to new subs like the Swedish meatball and deep south dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a thousand five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. 